Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and as we approach our 30th annual Radiothon to End Child Abuse, we're visiting with our partnering counties uh, who use this money to help families in their respective counties. And with us today are our friends from Cass County. We are visiting with Leslie Bouchonville, who is the director of the Pine River Bacchus Family Center and the Northland Area Family Service Center, and also Betty Doss, who is the director of the Pillager Family Center. And first of all, ladies, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, good to see you again. Every year we get to visit and talk Mm -hmm. about uh, how things are going in in uh, in Cass County and uh, Leslie maybe let's start with you you have two different centers you're helping a lot of families there I I know yeah yeah thanks um, we so you know our our first of all family centers have been around for almost 30 years yeah and and they've been centered in communities that um, may not have access to county easy access to county services so right. we feel like um, we are a huge asset we've grown we've continued to do what we've done. And I think one of the programs that um, Betty and I have, the two family centers have in common that has helped many families is our uh, Healthy Families America Home Visiting Program. And that is a voluntary program for families who um, might need a little a little help along the lines of parenting and um, figuring out, you know, next steps with, with their kids and how, you know, we offer curriculum and we offer supplies and incentives and, um, a, you know, a large, a large portion of not a large, but what we raise in the Radiothon um, that can add that little boost because mm-hmm. the other funding streams we have are, um, you know, from the state of Minnesota, a strong foundations grant. And then we also um, are supported from the county and the Cass County Children's Initiative for this program, so we're kind of unique way. in United, United way. way as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In that sense, that it's not um, it's not a public health type home visiting. Program. Right. It's not from the county per se. All. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about the program. Are these volunteers that go out? Trained volunteers? No. Who? No. We no. We have um, we have we have two home visitors that we work with and. They have a caseload of eight to ten families, mm-hmm. and the families, some of them are referred from Cass County. Okay. So we can work with those families. Um, that's our HFA Plus program, and that's what the state funds currently right now. And um, just um, and then other other families who feel like uh, they need a little hand up can also. Um, reach reach out you know we have outreach materials and we hear from our other partners and yeah. so so that's that's kind of how families are engaged mm-hmm. and and then we just go from there we we look at what the family you know what the family wants we set family goals we look at we have a curriculum um, that we work with it's called growing great kids and families and they just developed another whole set of different curriculums that we use too so um, our, our home visitors are highly trained. Um, I feel like they mm-hmm. get a lot of support. And then we do a lot of reflective supervision with them because yeah. um, sometimes the path is difficult and they need, they need support. And if, if, if a supervisor is free to support them, then they can support their families. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like a process. That, that yeah. parallel process that we try and, and incorporate, yeah. But it sounds like it's a pretty successful program. Yeah, we have, um, you know, the last the last time we kind of checked quarterly, mm-hmm. and we have a ninety one percent retention rate. Wow! 
So that that's pretty pretty good. I feel like when families come into the program, they stick with it. Yeah. And they stay. They can stay up to um, the, their child's third year. And so a lot of them, we, we have some graduating now in Pine River that have been with us for three years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How so. about some other things that are going on uh, at the family centers? Well, in in Pillager, we um, we uh, partner with the Pine River Bacchus and the Northland Family Center for the home visiting program, like Leslie was talking about. We also have um, licensed child care that we collaborate with the Pillager School, and we have um, we care for three- and four-year-olds um, at the school. We also operate the school-age care program, uh, again, in cooperation with the Pillager School for kids in kindergarten through fourth grade, before and after school and on non-school days. Ah. Uh, we are a resource for um, Cass County pro, uh, resource and referral if families need um, extra help or just need to know where to find help. We are there to, to help them with that. And then we're also a location for Cass County programming, such as WIC clinics. They're back in our building now um, once a month, two days a month, and then also child and teen checkup clinics. So we have that partnership with Cass County. So we definitely don't do things by ourselves. We <laughs> partner with other organizations to provide um, uh, right. services right. for the community. And then we run the, the food shelf for our area, which has really um, taken a lot of resources and manpower lately because um, we've just really seen the number of people needing help in that area really increase. Wow. Yeah, in fact, you said you had a graph that it was up uh, substantially, wasn't it? Yeah, compared to last year, especially where you see where some of the state and federal funding had stopped, um, especially for families with children, the numbers have really, really increased this year, 2023, compared to last year. And then even looking at the past five years, just um, just the usage of the, the food shelf has really been vital to lots of families. Just if, if we can alleviate that stress of where they're going to be able to provide, provide food for their families, um, hopefully that reduces stress in, in homes. So that's the goal. Yeah. 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 Yep. And Leslie, I assume that your food shelf is just yep. as busy. Yep, we're we we've been very busy. We've had the unique opportunity over the last, I guess it's a year and a half now, to um, receive funding from Sourcewell, mm. mm-hmm. and we partnered with Lakes Area Food Shelf, and we um, set up a program which we call Farm to Food Shelf. So we utilize our local farmer growers. Oh, nice. Um, and the funding from Sourcewell, Sourcewell allowed us to have the funds to do that and then also to hire a coordinator who um, the coordinator would go do the farm pickups because that was kind of like how, so if we're going to buy, um, you know, this produce and the certain times the food shelves are open, you know, to keep it fresh and yeah. have it there. Yeah. So. So, you know, she had a van and we put signage on it and she went around to the farms and brought the produce in and um, many, many, many good stories about um, what that means to people who maybe maybe um, just don't have the resources to go and get the fresh produce in the stores. Um, we, I think the last time just um, from our last round of funding, Pine River had purchased 25 thousand pounds of produce wow 
So wow. that, you know, so now now as we come to the end, which is June 30th, we had we were fortunate to have two years of funding. We are looking at the sustainability of that. And, yeah. you know, do how, how will that go forward? Because it is important. Like Betty said, um, just having I mean, for one, it's healthier. Mm-hmm. You know, and then two, it it uh, you know if if we can provide this in our food shelves, and you know just for us to be able to have a walk-in cooler freezer made the huge difference. Part 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 of our first round of funding paid for a piece of that walk-in cooler freezer uh, that we can keep keep the produce in, and yeah. mm-hmm. um, so and then and then the other partner in that was community meals. So we have a lot of meals, a lot of. A lot of areas of food in the Pine River Bacchus area that were saturating, and the community meals is that's free to anyone, and it's uh, a meal on Mondays and Thursdays. Oh. One day it's in Pine River, one day it's in Bacchus, and it's still boxed in pickup. Um, what we're finding is folks aren't as willing to sit down around the table yet and uh-huh. eat together. Uh-huh. It, it'll come, but yeah. it's not here yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned the home family visits uh, mm-hmm. include some classes. Do you do other classes like Family Circle or Love and Logic or some of those yeah, things so, still taking so place? So that's what we use. So um, our Radiothon funds kind of goes to Love and Logic. Um, we try. We offer classes, and that's um, just we haven't had a, a huge participation, but we have had some families that have wanted to participate in that and 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 so that that's really been good for us and then um anything that's left over with the funding we use um for the home visiting program for additional supplies and incentives so like bringing out diapers or wipes um oftentimes books for kids so yeah yep all right and uh, Betty, how about you? Uh, some of those classes used as well, Love and Logic in the we have, <clears throat> Excuse me. We have in the past, but um, just haven't lately. We uh, use the Radiothon dollars for the home visiting program to, to the, yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like, as you guys probably see it, you know, when we talk about how do we prevent child abuse, you, you've just already described uh, what really makes it tough for families everywhere when they're mm-hmm. dealing with uh, how do I get that next uh, meal on the table? How, how do I, how do I get to work? How do I how do I accomplish these silly little things that maybe you and I don't worry about too much? But those stressors are what uh, causes problems. Yeah, and and you know home visitors go in and they they have a relationship with that family, and it it, it takes time to create mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. once that's there, um, families are open to looking at other resources, and they can lead them. To where they are and help them, you know, even set goals for the future. You know, we've had families that have acquired housing, and mm-hmm. we've had families that have gone on in their education by having somebody come along their side and lead them. You know, sometimes it's the more difficult things. Sometimes it's treatment, realizing that there might be something that needs to get done differently. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so it, it there's a lot of a lot of trust that goes into that mm-hmm. relationship which I feel is sometimes the better way to get things done then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I think that's really important too that the home visitor goes into the to the home. We you know, they're not coming to an office. We meet them where they're at and with no judgment or um, we follow their lead uh, based on their goals. 
which and the home visitors have really been trained on that. Um, being a Healthy Families America accredited program, we have a lot of standards that we adhere to, and it's best practice, and it's evidence-based, and um, it works. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, go ahead, Betty. Um, one more um, I would just like to insert, too. Sometimes the longer that you can come alongside of families, um, the better, the stronger it is for them to get into school. So I would just like to um, talk a little bit about Northland and how we have the home visiting program. And, and that's a much smaller community. However, the home visiting program then leads the families to uh, what we call the PC Plus program, which is an early literacy program. Oh. And it, that's another home visiting program. We also have that in Pine River, too. And and then after the, the kids are in that for two years, then they're ready for preschool. And Northland um, has preschool. Um, they're, at this point, we our preschool is at no cost. Oh, wow. And it's three-year-olds. We only, because the school serves four-year-olds, so we yep. just concentrate on the three-year-olds. And um, it's it's just wonderful to see that the the time that we can invest early on, the difference that it makes once the kids get into even the four-year-old program. Yeah. We hear that great. it's really wonderful. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you know, getting the preschool is, you know, all the things that you do in preschool. It's not like real school, but it's like um, learning to be together. Yes. The social part social. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and all the, the, the different transitioning from one thing to another, learning how to put your, your clothes on when you go outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Great program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I know as we get close to the Radiothon, too, uh, you and your volunteers go out and uh, talk to area businesses about things for the um, for our auction. Am I correct in that? Um, Pine River has not done the auction for a while. Northland is up on the auction this year so we've gotten some some things um for that um what we do in pine river we kind of focus our our attention because it's really a busy time of year for us yeah with christmas for kids and everything and so we focus it on the salty dog fundraiser oh yes and is that happening yes that will be december 5th tomorrow from five to seven at the salty dog in bacchus and we will have um some wait staff from the sheriff's department there and then we'll have staff from the family center, and we're we're excited that Tom allows Tom Sewell allows us to do this every year and supports it, and and that allows us to have more, you know, more proceeds that we can use towards supporting families. So we yeah. are very thankful for that. Well, good for Tom, and yeah, yeah. Hope to see a big crowd there tomorrow, yeah. and five to seven at the Salty Dog. Yes. Okay. And Betty, how about you? Um. Any uh, any local businesses making donations? Oh, oh um, we we also haven't um, done the um, auction in a while, just because we're so close to Brainerd and there's such an over overlap with people um, going out and and um, getting those auction items. So yeah, we we don't we don't do that either. Okay, very good. Well, I know you usually volunteer, so yeah. will I be seeing you again answering phones this year? You'll see me. Yes, okay. you'll see me there. Very good. We'll look forward to that. Yeah. Yes. Well, we yeah. want to say thanks for all the work that you're doing in, in Cass County. As, as you pointed out early, such a huge county. You're so far away in, in your areas from the uh, county help. So we truly appreciate the fact that you all you're doing such good things at those uh, family centers. And we uh, will look forward to seeing uh, Leslie Yu at the, yeah. uh, at yes. the Radiothon. 
Okay. Thank you. Thank you in the radio station for all your support. All yes, right. thank you. Our guests today, Leslie Bouchonville from the Pine River Bacchus Family Center and the Northland Area Family Service Center, and Betty Doss, who is with the Pillager Family Center, our guests today as we approach our 30th annual Radiothon to End Child Abuse. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also find them on our free mobile app. That's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.